This is the Truth Network. The heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Welcome to the show. We're very glad to have you with us today. And, uh, we're going to be talking about a topic that's near and dear to all of our hearts. It's actually a, a talk that's done at boot camp. It's actually the very first talk mm-hmm. that's done at boot camp. And this year, Darren, you're going to be doing that talk. So you want to tell us a little bit about the talk, The Heart of the Man? Yeah. Um, you know, when we we talk about boot camps a lot on the show, and, and guys are all the time asking, well, you know, what's a boot camp about? And what do you talk about? Blah, 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 blah. Well, this is it, honestly. I mean, we talk about the heart of a man. That's kind of the entire boot camp is we're we're talking about what's in your heart, but um, in a totally different perspective, uh, different different way. Honestly, if if you're going to ask that question, you have to ask what was the heart of man supposed to be, right? Not what is it or what's in your heart right now, but what was it supposed to be? And if you're going to ask that question, then you 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 know we're created in the image of Joe Blow. Right? No. We're created in the image of God. We're created in the image of God. And the best image of God that we have is Jesus, right? And so what we're trying to do in this first talk is really get to know the heart of Jesus. Because if we can get to know the heart of Jesus really well, um, then we can get to know our own heart even better. The problem is we have to strip off all of the religious baggage and and don't get me wrong religion is not a bad thing in fact it's spoken of as a wonderful thing in scripture however with religion especially western religion there has been so many costumes that have been put onto the character of jesus and so we kind of talk about that of what is your picture of jesus what do you think of when you think of jesus that sort of thing because we got to get to know who that guy is in order to figure out who we really are. Yeah, and what we what we find sometimes the picture we're given isn't the complete picture. No, I don't think we're often given a completely wrong picture right. of Jesus in, in most churches, at least the ones I've been to. You know, it's not a wrong picture; it's just not a complete picture. Yeah, I don't think in in grow. I you know I grew up in church, and I was a senior pastor of three different churches over about a twenty year period. Had a hard time keeping a job. I did. I did. I did. Really, it's it's hard when you when you're the lead minister and you're not scared of controversy. It's hard. Uh, so, um, and yeah, and if you're a first time listener to the show, welcome. This is it. We're a bunch of guys ragging on each other, and we love it that way. So, um, honestly, truly, we do. And Sam knows my story well, and. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, I don't remember ever being told something I would say is wrong mm-hmm. about Jesus. I just haven't been told everything that was right Absolutely. about Jesus. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and play a little bit of our first clip, and I think a little bit will be enough. Yeah, this is <laughs> to set this clip up. I don't know that I really have to set it up, but to set it up, um, this is probably 
what is presented as the first model of Jesus to us when we are in, let's say, Mrs. Smith's, you know, third grade Bible school class. And unfortunately, it's still often the picture that we get when we're in Mrs. Smith's 33rd grade Bible school class. Would you be mine? Would you be mine? Would you be my neighbor? And there you have it. (laughs) You know, I mean, we don't need to play any more of that, do we, guys? I mean, we've got more if y'all want to hear more. Um, But honestly, that's it. You know, we're presented with the Fred Rogers Jesus, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Fred Rogers was a great guy. Jesus was a great guy. Jesus was the nicest man you would ever want to meet. Yeah, Scripture's full of stories about that. You know, he touches mm-hmm. the leper before he heals him, mm-hmm. knowing that he's not been touched. He's missed touch more than anything. Yeah. So he, he touches him, and then he chooses to heal him. Right. You know, he meets the need, and then the meets the bigger need, but he goes for the heart. Yeah. You know, what, you know, what a great heart of Jesus. And Fred Rogers was what I heard growing up. Mm-hmm. But I never heard the rest of the story. Right. And so for my boot, first boot camp, it was just very enlightening mm-hmm. for someone to kind of point the light at, oh, there's so much more here. Yeah. And there really is. And this next clip is kind of the antithesis to that. Um, we don't see this picture of Jesus very often. And we use this clip in the boot camps um, for a number of reasons. One, um, I've never met a man yet, maybe you're that guy. You can email us if you are. I've never met a man yet that when I say, yeah, we use this clip during a boot camp that goes, oh, I hate that movie. I, oh, I can't stand that guy. Never met that guy yet. I always hear, oh, my goodness, that's that might be my favorite movie. And and I've even heard a lot of women say, oh, that might be my favorite movie. And, and of course, you haven't heard the clip yet. So it wouldn't be strange for you to think about a woman saying that. But this next clip is from the movie Braveheart, and it's William Wallace trying to do what good men couldn't do. I am William Wallace. William Wallace is seven feet tall. Yes, I've heard. Kills men by the hundred. And if he were here, he'd consume the English with fireballs from his eyes and bolts of lightning from his arse. I am William Wallace, and I see a whole army of my countrymen here in defiance of tyranny. You've come to fight as free men, and free men you are. What will you do without freedom? Will you fight? Fight and you may die. Run and you'll live. At least a while. And dying in your beds many years from now, would you be willing to train all the days from this day to that for one chance, just one chance, to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives, but they'll never take Oh, 
speech. Now what do we do? <laughs> Fine clip, Sam. Yeah. Now what do we do? Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> that was, there that was perfect. Awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, I was okay. Stopped there for a minute, but yeah, he, he, well, he, the rest of that clip, he kind of goes on. If you haven't seen the movie, to say he, he meets up with his closest allies, yeah, and they tell him fine speech, and he says, "Well, now what do you want us to do?" And he tells him what. I'm going to pick a fight. Yeah, just be yourself. And yeah, he says, you know, be yourselves. I'm going to pick a fight, and we never think about Jesus as the guy who picked a fight, mm. and yet. Jesus goes into the Sabbath, goes into the temple on the Sabbath, and he heals a man precisely on the day of the week that you shan't heal a man, right? Mm -hmm. And he does it. And the board of elders kind of <laughs> rakes him over the coals, right, and says, don't do that again. In fact, it says that the Pharisees and the Sadducees were so angry, they were so angry because he did this that they sought to kill him. So if that's me you know, being the senior minister for, you know, three different churches over 20 years. And when I said that thing on a Sunday morning and, and got in trouble, um, you know, what do you do the next week, right? You come back to church the next week, you don't go back there, right? I mean, you, you try to lay low, you try to take it easy. Hey, the elders and I have discussed this, and I was wrong. I, I shouldn't have healed that man on the Sabbath. No, Jesus goes right back to the temple the very next Sabbath, waits until the Sabbath, in fact, to go back to the temple and heals another guy, intentionally picking a fight. He goes into the temple. He stops. He grabs cords, right? He, 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 he weaves these cords into a whip. That takes time. That's a process thing. He's, he's going through this thinking about, well, I'm probably going to need a whip to get some of these animals and perhaps some of these animals out of the <laughs> temple. And so he goes into the temple with a whip in hand, intentionally going to pick a fight. And we don't get presented that Jesus. And, and especially in today's culture, in fact, we're heretics for talking about that right now on the radio because that's over-the-top masculinity. If, if you know, MSNBC is listening right now, we're, we're over-the-top masculine. No, we're over-the-top Jesus. That's who Jesus was. That's as much a part of Jesus as the let the little children come to me is Jesus. That's as much Jesus as the Jesus that takes the woman who has been abused, the Me Too woman, in scripture who has been abused and is, and is being taken advantage of and he's there and he's the kindest most gentle graceful guy and he saves her life and he convicts those who are ready to take her life to the point where they walk away maybe not in repentance but they walk away convicted and so jesus he's the nice guy He's also the very convicting guy. He's also the guy that's willing to pick a fight. There's, there's a lot more to Jesus than meets the eye, and it goes back to what you were talking about when you first heard this. It opened your eyes to there's so much more to Jesus. It did. You know, for me it was, wow, I mean, I, I heard those stories, but never in the context of what it really meant for Jesus to be that intentional about it, mm -hmm. right, that he's going to be intentional yeah, he could, he was he had to be obviously the best whip maker ever around, right? He's the best at everything, but it still took time. Yeah, and it took intentionality that he said, "No, I'm going to go drive these people from my my father's 
temple, right? You know, this is wrong. And then also, you know, just the whole fact of the healing on the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. You know, you hear the story, but you don't, without the rest of the context, you don't realize what he was really going after. You know, he's, he's going with the sword right. at those that need the sword, and he's going with a loving hand at the ones that need the loving hand. Right. Right, and it's a totality of who he is. And he's both at the same time. I mean, during the driving the money changers out of the temple, he also protects the birds. Go back and read it. Yeah. He says, release them. He doesn't knock them over and kill them, fall them down. Go to maskonjourneyradio.org to register for the upcoming boot camp. And when we come back, we're going to talk about what these boot camp talks have meant to us, especially this one, and learn more about the heart of man. Hi, this is Sam with Masculine Journey. I'm here with my son, Eli. We're going to talk about ways that you can help support the ministry. One way you can go to smile.amazon.com. There's information on our website there on how to do that. Then you can go to facebook.com where you can click the donate button. Or you can go to masculinejourneyradio.org. Once again, look for the donate button. Or if you want to mail something in, mail it to PO Box 550, Kernersville, North Carolina, 27285. What God does at Masculine Journey Radio Boot Camp. When I first got here, I was kind of closed off. Didn't really want to talk to anybody because I thought I was stupid. I didn't believe. I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like each person who spoke kind of chipped away at this feeling I was having and chipped away at this mask I was hiding behind. I've never heard anybody speak about God and Jesus and the way we're supposed to feel like you guys have this weekend. Coming November 7th through the 10th, go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org and register today. Robbie Dillmore here, and the Truth Network podcasts have helped make my pillow the company it is today. And now Mike Lindell, who by the way I've met and is a great guy, the inventor and CEO of my pillow, wants to give back to our listeners. For the first time, you can get deep discounts on all my pillow products if you go to mypillow.com right now and click on the new radio listener specials. Who never thought that my dream job would be selling my pillows? <laughs> Maybe you're getting tired of these sleeping jokes, but you can get deep discounts on my pillows, mattress toppers, bed sheets, and so much more. For example, the body pillow is regularly $89.99, but with a promo code GETTRUTH, it's only $29.99. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the body pillow for only $29.99. Enter promo code GETTRUTH or call 800-942-9613 for these great radio specials. I could just sit here and listen to this music, you know? I don't know about you guys. music just stirs something in you, especially if you've seen the movie. Oh, yeah, when you've seen the movie. And I was one of those that didn't see the movie for years. I didn't see it when it first came out. It it was several years after it came out that I first saw it. And and it was hard to watch, quite frankly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, And then, but it stirred something in me. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, I wasn't real sure about what that was, Um, but... It it stirred something in me that man here's a guy that's willing to give his life to fight for others freedom and that's my favorite verse in scripture is Galatians five one which is that for freedom's sake Jesus has set us free 
it's also probably one of the scariest verses in scripture because you know freedom you can do a lot of things Mm -hmm. good and bad and in our society today we see both sides all the time but that's ultimately what jesus he he for freedom's sake in other words so that you could be free and live that way i've set you free and so one of the things we talk about at boot camp is that that Jesus is also an adventurous guy. And maybe when he goes into the temple, maybe it's about adventure. I mean, he, he wants to set things right. Maybe when he heals the guy, maybe it's about adventure. One thing I've never thought about was how hard was it to be his followers? How hard was it to be his buddies? Because they know uh, he's going into the t- he's Oh, no, he's going to do it again. He's going to walk yeah, on water. Uh, no, you know, I mean, <laughs> and, you yeah. know who's going to be mad at us now? Yeah. You know, that type of thing. And I'm sure there were some of those in the crowd. There were the others in the crowd that were like, yeah, do it again. But um, honestly, how hard was it? But, you know, you and I were talking before the show, and, and you said that, you know, this first talk really meant something to you because you kind of felt guilty about wanting to – yeah, it, have adventure. You know, at the time that uh, I went to my first boot camp, read the book Wild at Heart before I went. You know, it really spoke to my heart. Went to the boot camp and then heard this talk. You know, my whole thought of adventure felt very selfish. It meant that I was going to go do something away from my family, which meant that I wasn't giving back to them. You know, and and everything in it felt selfish until I had the context of how much better I would come back having lived an adventure. Mm-hmm. You know how much more I would be better for my family having that need met in my heart. Because mm-hmm. you can't live forever without meeting that need. It'll come out somewhere else, and it'll come out very unhealthy. It, it uh, we we use this term all the time, but it's just like when you get on an airplane and they say the oxygen mask. If we have a loss of oxygen, it will fall from the ceiling. And what are you supposed to do before you do anything else? You put the oxygen, easy for me to say, the (laughs) oxygen mask on yourself before you put it on anyone else. Why? Because you can't help anybody dead. And that's the same thing. God gives us adventure. And and it's, it's in scripture. I mean, we, we could, spend a whole 10 shows on on showing how adventurous God is and the adventures that he takes men on through scripture but part of those adventures are to restore the heart to restore the life and and not only that just go back and read the stories of David when he was a little boy you know he go, he kills a bear first he kills a lion then he fights Goliath well what is that adventure in his life about it's about saying to that boy oh if you can conquer this adventure you can conquer a little bit bigger one and the next time if you can conquer that adventure well then you can conquer a giant and if you can conquer a giant you can lead my people and and so that's what adventure does as well is it matures us it's it's part of the walk of the masculine journey yeah I'd actually say uh, say one thing differently if you can think of somebody in Scripture that walked closely with God that he didn't take on an adventure, yes, please let me know because I can't think of one. Right. Noah, adventure. Mm-hmm. Right. Moses, adventure. Mm-hmm. Abraham, adventure. Mm-hmm. David, lots of adventure. Mm-hmm. Jesus, adventures. Right. Right. Whenever you get close to God, adventure is right there at hand. Yep. Right, and part of that adventure is stepping into the unknown, which God takes us into all the time. Well, yes, Sam, those are all spiritual adventures, <laughs> though, and from Pastor Darren here, those are spiritual adventures, which is different than going bass fishing. I disagree. Okay. <laughs> so the, the point is, if, if you can learn how to make it through an adventurous time, then obviously that puts you on the road 
of much larger adventures. You don't want your four-year-old little boy starting out with, you know, the NHRA dragster going 300 miles an hour and a quarter of a mile. You put him on a tricycle first, right? Mm -hmm. God does the same thing with us, and that's what those adventures are about. It's training us up from boyhood to masculinity. Harold, you had something you wanted to say? Yeah, I think that most of the time when we hear about adventure, we associate it with risk. Look at the risk that God took when he gave us the freedom that you mentioned about in Galatians 5. Uh, Wow, what a risk he took and what a risk he continues to take with each one of us. What a risk he took when he turned the gospel over to the people he turned it over to. Yeah, put us on the radio. (laughs) Yeah, put us on the radio. That's a huge risk. (laughs) Exactly. What might we say? Yeah. (laughs) I'm glad you guys said it because I was about to just say putting Robbie on the radio. (laughs) (laughs) He's been very quiet today. So this this whole topic, we got one more point that we'll cover on it here in a minute, which is is rescuing. Mm -hmm. Right. But on this whole topic. What what really spoke to your heart in this talk at boot camp? What what was it that drawed you in about this topic, Robbie? This clip, oh, <laughs> Adventure Tyler. That I, I thought about how many times I was, you know, this is a young man that was, you know, a an, an research biologist that gets called on this adventure to Alaska, and he definitely doesn't think he has what it could take. And when he said. You know, Rosie's going to give him some wisdom that you're sitting on the couch watching the boob tube dying. You know, that's, that was my life and that I could relate to. And like, wow, a Christian can go on adventures? And mine wasn't dissimilar. No? Go ahead. It was, it was going into looking at how I was no longer taking risks. It brought that to me and let me know that because of the heart that God gave me, I could get back to taking risks because I was a big risk taker early on, and then I got married and had children, and I couldn't even have a motorcycle anymore sort yeah. of thing. Well, that's a very great point, Jim. You know, that those things that we put away, maybe we didn't always have to put them all away. Some of them were probably good. I'm going to go ahead and play the clip here. And so this is from the movie uh, Never Cry Wolf, which most people have not seen. But this is a very good scene from it. I'll let you in on a little secret, Tyler. The gold's not in the ground. Gold's not anywhere up here. The real gold is south of 60. Sitting in living rooms. Stuck facing the boob tube. Bored to death. Bored to death, Tyler. Boredom, Tyler. Uh, boredom, that's what's wrong. How do you beat boredom, Tyler? Adventure. <laughs> yeah, I. when men sit at home and are bored, um, they will give their hearts to a lot of things as a substitute for real adventure. Um, it, it might be, you know, a might be something as innocuous as a as a you know a a computer game but it might be pornography it it might be alcohol drugs theft um any number of things to to get that adrenaline surging through their body again um 
uh, you know, adventure does that. If you're in a small aircraft and the and the engine goes out, your adrenaline's going to pump, and it's going to scare the daylights out of you. But if you live through that, big if maybe. But if you live through that, and you realize, oh, I, I lived through that. I can live through other things as well. I, I'm. 54 years old and every day I kind of have to tell myself because there are things that I've never done before and I go man I don't know if I want to do this or not Uh, it scares me but then I have to go back and remember all the other things that I've never done before and the the things that were scary to me that I've done and God has allowed me to get through the other side pulled me through dragging and screaming to the other side sometimes and that helps me understand, nah, that's really not that big of a deal. I can overcome that as well. Yeah, it's uh, when you look back and you look at those adventures that you didn't think you could get through and the strength that you gained, mm-hmm. right? It does give you that confidence to step into the next one. I was really grateful to get this message when my boys were little. Mm-hmm. One wasn't even there yet, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and so their whole life, they've known adventures with dad. Right. You know, which has been a really cool thing for us. And, and, you know, I don't want to talk a whole lot about it, but, you know, God just giving me that before my boys came along. Not that my girls didn't need it, too. I wish I would have had it for them, mm-hmm. you know, because they, they need adventures as well. Maybe a little bit different mm-hmm. sometimes and not always different. But, you know, it's been great to kind of share those adventures with my sons. I want to go ahead and get the last clip in, and then we'll talk about the topic a little bit more. But will you set up the last clip for us? Yeah, the, you know, one of the things we talk about is that that God puts on your heart this this idea to fight a great battle and to live a great adventure and to rescue um and and we call it rescuing the beauty because we we relate to that we're guys you know i mean we relate to rescuing the damsel in distress rescuing the beauty and so we relate to that and so this clip Oh, we're not going to be able to get it. Um, All right. (laughs) So we'll just talk to it. Yeah. So this this clip actually was uh, got my heart going to actually start doing these boot camps 10 years ago. This will be the 10th anniversary Mm -hmm. boot camp, the weekend in November 3rd. Mm -hmm. Um, Go to MasculineJourney.org, register now for the boot camp. It's our 10th anniversary. We've done, I don't know, Mm 20-something of them. And this clip... Literally, and I'll just tell you what, go watch the movie Defiance. Go watch the trailer. Go watch the trailer Defiance. It's in there. Um, But this is where the guys, the Bielski brothers, it's a true story of four Belarusian brothers who are goofballs. Can't, can't, you know, rub two sticks together to get a fire. And yet they save thousands of Jews from the Nazis overtaking russia and belarus at this time and and this part of the clip is when he goes into the ghettos and he and he tries to grab the jews and and offers them a place to go out in the woods with them and they are scared to do it but he says we will protect you we will take you all that heart is in every man that heart to rescue somebody something the beauty of god's creation perhaps it's in there it'll come alive if you let it if there's something about today's topic that's really kind of interested your heart, go register at masculinejourney.org for the upcoming boot camp November 7th through 10th. It'll be worth your time. God's going to do some amazing things. And this is just the tip of the iceberg of all the things that we go through that God introduces us to. So go to Masculine Journey Radio. Nope, Masculine Journey. we got the new website, .org, and register now. 
We'll talk to you next week. And next week, we'll continue to talk about some of the boot camp talks. 